Mr. Fenton. We're live. Hey, you know. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, everybody. Welcome back to, I don't even know uh, if we can call this a show, but uh, my popular <laughs> demand, we're, we are back. Uh, let me let me make sure the feeds are working everywhere. The agape uh, feed. The agape feed. Yep. <laughs> we are we are we are we are fine and we are rolling. All right. Um. So thank you everyone for joining us again today. Yes. Uh, I got a lot of feedback and flack that I was um, I didn't introduce everybody the right way. So I'm, oh, really? I'm going to I'm going to do that right today, I guess. Um, so so without further ado, I have our uh, resident historical uh, analyst, oh, man. Man, uh, tell you. assistant superintendent of schools in the DC area, Mr. Gabriel Madrid. You get a couple of you get a couple of degrees, and suddenly they're labeling you. You know, what I mean? uh, right? <laughs> start calling you names and stuff like that. Uh, I have uh, Mr. Sheldon Kennedy. Uh, Dr. John Nixon II. Someone yeah. told me I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Lee Court. Was, was it uh, your wife? Because it wasn't me. Recording, <laughs> recording, recording artist extraordinaire, uh, yeah. award winning, and, and model, and, and, and supermodel. Now. Yeah, and model. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lee, Lee, Lee Court. And then uh, our, our our professor of of uh, at Oakwood University, uh, Paul Nixon, um, also with his business virtual VP. So we're, we're here today to talk about a different subject. We're going to close a little bit last week because we got so much feedback and talk a little bit about that. But we're going to talk today about the black vote and the black church um, and, and how they are they diverge and where they merge. And, and, and we're going to push everyone and hope that everyone votes. But first, uh, we want to – Paul had a couple notes from last week because we got a little bit of, of flack on a few subjects, number one. Of the origin of Black Lives Matter continues to be something that uh, trips a lot of people up um, as far as its 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 treatment of the nuclear family, um, and then uh, so Paul's going to give us a little bit on that, and we're going to move directly into the vote. All right. So um, I wasn't I wasn't researching um, to find this answer. I was just doing my normal Bible study, and I'm, I'm studying the Book of Matthew, and um, I just came across this text um, this past week. Um, the text is Matthew 12, uh, 40 through 50. And the context is Jesus talking to a crowd, which is happening a lot in Matthew, right? So <clears throat> Jesus talking to a crowd and it says they came and told him your brother and your mother are outside. And verse 48, it says, I'm reading the um, New, New Living Translation. It says, Jesus asked, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. and what I took from that was that the nuclear family is very important, right? So so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to discount the importance of the nuclear family. And and I would suggest that the Black Lives Matter people aren't either trying to discount the importance of the nuclear family. But what this text is saying is that that's not the ultimate family relationship. Um, in the Christian church, when you're a follower of Christ. Um, I think my brother said it just a few minutes ago um, before we started this, you know, the, the, the most, the strongest blood is the blood of Jesus and the blood of Jesus runs through people mm -hmm. who are dedicated to Jesus, whether they're actually genetically related or not. So, mm -hmm. so for us to, for us to elevate the nuclear family above the Christian family would be inappropriate. If we're followers of mm -hmm. Christ, then we're followers of Christ. And then we're Christ, Christ makes us brothers and sisters and family. Um, and that, and that bond is more important. 
you, you also said a second ago that uh, Jesus was not uh, disowning his own mother and brothers when he said that, because clearly the disciples didn't have any females in it. So he wasn't actually saying that the disciples were his mother, right? So clearly this was not uh, him saying, I disown my own mother and brothers. This was him basically saying, the most important family unit is the one that is bound by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's basically what I get from that. Um, and and also just to supporting the idea that he didn't disown his mother. I mean, on the cross, as he's dying, he he puts John in charge of his mom, and he says, "Hey, hey, right. John, this is your mom, and hey, mom, this is your son." So like he's take he right. continues to take care of his mother throughout, literally throughout the rest of his life. Mm. So mm -hmm. he's obviously not saying that's not my mom. He's not disowning her. He's making a point. The point he's right. making is right. you know what he's making is as a Christian. As the Christian, really, right? right. The most important relationship I have, <laughs> most important relationship I have, is with these people who are following me. So right. I think the same is true yeah. for us. And you know, yeah. not not, I guess, kind of being jovial with the whole concept of it. Sometimes you can't even trust your your blood brother. I'm straight up. To, you know, they're, they're, and you know that, that's that's a very factual and hurtful thing where you're like, you know what? Let me go to next dude over here that probably can do a better job than my blood brother. So, you know, that's just mm -hmm. a, I know people are going to get real touchy about that, but it is what it is, right? <laughs> a, lot of it, a lot of it is, is it, there's, there's a lot of misdirection when we're, when, when it comes to, um, when it comes to issues like, like Black Lives Matter and, and, and even the, me the message of Jesus went, is, is used as, as a red herring to lead you off in the wrong direction in terms, in terms of, hey, Jesus wouldn't be worried about that. That's exactly what Jesus would be worried about. Like, right. <laughs> Jesus would be worried about about the uh, about the, the plight of people because that's mm. all he talked about. Right. <laughs> he talked about the plight of people. So, so when when you say, oh no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like the way they're, I don't like the way that they're uh, they're discussing. The, these things, it makes me uncomfortable. That's all Jesus did. He made people uncomfortable. Right. They killed him for it. Yeah. It's like the it's like the misdirection of and and um, John in his sermon a sermon series um, a couple of months ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. Um, it's the, the sermon series that that got him the new nickname Pork because he went ham on that sermon series. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> so <laughs> but, but one of the things, one of the things that John said that st really stood out to me um, in that sermon series—I don't remember where it was in the series—but he he said basically, stop changing the subject, right? So so we're talking right. about we we as people who have been—I'm talking about black people now, black Americans—we we as people who have been marginalized and been put upon and, and mistreated and literally murdered, like throughout history. The, the, that that point is not in contention. Nobody's saying that's not true, right? right. So He's so saying, stop, stop talking about it. Right, they say stop talking about it. So, so when when we speak up for our own rights, the response is, "How come you're not talking about everybody's rights?" Right. right? Mm -hmm. So we say, so we say, "Black Lives Matter." For example, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about the statement. Mm -hmm. Right. African American lives are important. How about that? I'll say it that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We say African American mm -hmm. lives are important. The response is, "All lives are important." What I'm suggesting is that that response does not line up with scripture. Mm. Right. In scripture, mm. in scripture, Jesus did not come and say all souls matter. Even Jesus came. Mm -hmm. and said, I'm, I'm preaching to the. I'm, he's, he said it very clearly. As a matter of fact, I don't know where he, he, Yeah, he said. He said, he said. Yeah, he said. He said. 
well people don't need a doctor. People mm, who are well don't, don't need a doctor. He even said in Luke 5:32, I haven't even come to call the righteous, but sinners mm. to repentance. That's almost like saying righteous lives don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I just like, like, like I came just for sinners. Yeah, right, righteous people, righteous people, he, he, and, and, and again, he's not saying righteous people don't matter. What he's saying is righteous people no. don't need my help. Right. They don't need my help. But but you so I'm not, so I'm not so I didn't come for them. But, but, the people but you, who need my help are the unrighteous, and the same thing is true for us. Right. So right. so all lives don't need your help. But black lives do. But you right. know, Go ahead, Sean. Now, I was, no. I was saying the interesting thing about that statement is, is to me is that that means we really have to do some soul searching from the whole concept of am I righteous? Am I righteous mm -hmm. enough? Do I am you know if and if you feel like you're covered. Happy for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah. But you know, there, I mean, there's even a parable. There's even a parable in the Bible about a woman who continues to pester yes. a judge. Yes. The justice, the judge. right? Mm -hmm. Right. The unrighteous judge and continues to pester him until he finally gives her what she deserves. Right. He finally gives her justice. Um, so I think again, it's just there's so many examples in the Bible. It's it's really it's it's nonsense when you hear somebody say like, oh well, you know, this is not an issue that Christ would have been marching for, right? This is not an issue that Christ would not have been talking about. Like this is exactly what we've been talking about. And he would have been saying, you know what? Continue to say Black Lives Matter and continue to go to the unrighteous judge and request justice from them right yeah you know a lot of pe a lot of people would i think i think we said this last week a lot of people would not have liked the message of jesus where he's saying it today they, they didn't was, like a man because they he would first of all he would have been he would have been labeled socialist and they would have been right Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that, that's that's actually an excellent segue into our today's subject that we're talking about. So, thanks for closing that loop. I know it was a a, a little bit of a storm in inboxes and online. So, uh, I hope I hope we can put that to bed and, and um, people understand the support for Black Lives Matter. Today, we wanted to talk a little bit about the Black vote and the Christian Church and the Black Church. Um, it's something that we've been talking amongst ourselves for a while. Um, some of the things that we've been talking about are, you know, obviously, um, some of us, you know, are, I'll just say myself, you pr pretty much know by who, who I uh, associate with, where my leanings are. So I, I won't go into those, those particulars, but I, we wanted to talk a little bit about the black vote, this being the 150th anniversary of the passing of the 15th Amendment, which technically gave black people the right to vote. I know. Technically. 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 Right. I know. <laughs> Especially on paper. In the Jim Crow South, uh, didn't uh, get to enjoy that for too long. Um, but initially, there were, you know, quite a few black people voted into um, political uh, positions at that time. South Carolina had like three or four senators actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. over over a time of like, got reelected, so they had two, and then they had another two after. So. Yeah. Right. So at mm. that time, it was it was a, uh, it was it was it was actually worthwhile, but obviously Jim Crow took that away. It would poll taxes and everything that they did to disenfranchise the vote. 
Um, but we find ourselves back there, right, where we find black people being uh, discouraged from voting um, by long lines, by limited polling areas, by um, if there if there's a you know I don't want I don't want to go into the felony thing because I don't think most black people are felons and they can't do it, but I think black people are disproportionately given felonies that they don't deserve, um, and then those rights being taken away. So, so we wanted to talk about that for a little bit. Um, on that. Go, go ahead, Sheldon. No, so I, I have to find um, the actual factuals on this, but I was talking with um, a lawyer a couple weeks ago, and it was interesting what he said about that. He said in D.C. and in Maryland, and I believe Virginia. Now, I'm, I'm going to get the actual factuals before, before we are done here. But even if you have a record, you can actually, actually register to vote. Hmm. Yeah, it's not everywhere. It's, right. it's, it's, but 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 you know you know there's a there's a stigma that's that's out there. There's already there's already things that are out there that already push people away from the even the even thought of coming in to do something like that. So you if you put that out there, you know a lot of people are not going to come because they say you know what I have a record, so therefore I'm already disqualified. And but that's so not true. But even mm -hmm. eligible voters, we don't yeah. have as, as big of a participation rate as we should have, right? So you know. Well, even there's, this, there's, this week, this week where I'm at, where I write down, typically if everything was wide open, it would be the Black Caucus weekend in D.C. Uh, this week mm -hmm. or next week. Uh, sure. And sure, sure, sure. we'd be down there and, and I, I typically go every year. You know, last year, who knew that that's the last time I see John Lewis. I probably would have, you mm -hmm. know, just waited in line and had the rest of that conversation. But I think um, you had people like John Lewis who took that beat down. Mm. you know for the well, vote right and you have people who got dogs sicked on them you got people who went through all all the other stuff i think uh it, it the participation rate that we have for people who are eligible to vote is just not where it should be you know and there's too many comments it's kind of what we were all talking about that spurned this conversation to go live <clears throat> is we're talking about how many people are saying they're not voting because their vote doesn't count so um a little history there, Gabe. We, we, we always go to our resident historian to, to, to bring us into history uh, around the vote and how, when did things actually get going. And then, you know, uh, then we'll take it into the rest of uh, the conversation. Well, I think we all kind of know when, you know, when it, 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 we actually got the, the right to vote, right? I mean, um, we, we know that. We know that, yes, the 15th Amendment, um, you know, 1870. Um, and, but we also know that Jim Crow was right behind the 15th Amendment, right? So uh, it has only been 50 years, you know, 50, a little bit over 50 years, um, where uh, African Americans as a whole have been able to, to, to vote um, since the 1960s. I think what's more interesting, and I think what we're really talking about, um, is, is how the black church is connected with 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 our voting and our and and politics and uh, our struggle for justice, uh, and, and when you look throughout history, you notice that uh, it's always ministers, it's always the church as the, as the the foreground, as as home base for these movements. Um, and when you look at just the history of, of African Americans in this country, you 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 soon realize it's because the black church was the first thing. Church was the first thing that you were able. Like to, to actually 
have. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? That that was it. Like, you know what? You can go to church. Mm-hmm. You, you can't own a business. You, you can't you can't open a school, right? But you can go to church, right? And so the church became the centerpiece of like it was a music hall, sure. it was the art gallery, it was of course the worship place, but it was it was it was it was the town hall. Um, it it was the only insti- institution that black people could have and say this is our own. Right, um, and, and it was the first place you could have a position. Right, you might have shined shoes during the week, but you were head elder, an elder. Right, right. right. yes, yeah, so it was actually the only place where you could truly be a leader. Right, right? Like, like so, your leadership skills. Like, so the church has always been important because the church was the first institution that we could say this is our own. Um, and so, so of course. Now, when we look at how Christianity, especially in the black church, is connected to uh, civil rights movements, it's connected to politics, um, it's impossible to completely separate those two things because the church has always been embedded in the struggle for equality. At least when we're talking about the black church has always been embedded in the struggle for equality, right? That's a very huge extinction. So maybe, that, so maybe that's why, and, and maybe this is just me, but maybe that's why to me, and this is, this is my personal opinion, to me it's always sounded hollow when I hear people say we shouldn't talk politics in church because, right. maybe because right. the, the, they're interconnected. I mean, like, you know, and, and, I, and I agree, we shouldn't talk, this is who you should vote for in church. I agree with that, but, but, but issues of, social reality mm-hmm. are political issues mm-hmm. right they just are so i think i think i think a, a lot of white evangelicals especially don't want you to talk certain politics in church okay mm-hmm. they, they're fine with politics in church when we're when you're talking about uh when you're talking about who should be able to get an abortion they're fine wow. with wow they're fine with politics in church when 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 you're talking about gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Able to get married. They, they're fine with politics in church, but as soon as politics touches justice for people that look like me, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. Let, let's <laughs> let's let's not talk about that. But that has been historically, and Gabe Gabe, you'll, you 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 can you can speak to this as well. Historically, there. Uh, white supremacy is fine with you having the Bible in small doses. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we even go a step further. I hope, hopefully, everyone knows, and I'll profess to be a Christian right now. Uh, but I mean, the reality are you, is that are you, you are. I, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> when did you get converted? I don't remember. Yeah, recently, recently, recently. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah, it hasn't, been, it hasn't been long. I haven't been practicing Definitely. long. I fell off the wagon answer. quite a few times. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> Christianity from the inception of "quote unquote" the New World has been used mm, to promote white supremacy Absolutely. or European supremacy, right? Because the Spaniards and the Portuguese weren't calling themselves white, but it was definitely a European-centric, like Eurocentric 
uh, European uh, supremacy that they were forcing upon the individuals in the New World and the Africans that they were bringing over. And they used Catholicism to do it. Right? They used Catholicism to do it. Um, and Protestantism, but yeah. Well, well the Spaniards, yeah. Well, I said the Spaniards and Portuguese because they're the first ones, right? Yeah. And then that's what I was going to say. Next, you have England showing up, right? You have France showing up, and you have England coming in, and now it's the Protestant church is promoting white supremacy. I mean, last week we talked about, you know, the Bibles that, that actually extracted certain passages out of the Bible, right, and were given to slaves in order to make sure that, hey, listen, this, these, are, these are words of Jesus which promote the fact that you are a slave, right? So <clears throat> the, the Christian church has always had an issue with, with justice in this country what, because it's been a part of, yeah, because, it, because they're part of the problem. But is Christ, isn't Christianity the only religion that votes differently by race? Like well, the white, the white evangelicals and the black evangelicals in America have, are completely divergent in their political. Uh, you you have people who cross over every once in a while because there's issues that they have in common. But if you look at who white white evangelicals vote for and who black evangelicals are voting for, especially in areas where there's a pure line of segregation. They're totally different candidates. Well, I don't see that with any other religion. Well, it because because it is they the white evangelical church is invested in in maintaining the status quo in terms of in terms of white supremacy and and they have been actively involved in in the suppression of black people in it and the black vote specifically the the Ku Klux Klan has always been a Christian organization that's why they burn crosses mm. Mm. I mean <laughs> it's the the that that whole thing is and you know what they're right to do it because as soon as the black church starts adhering to things that the, the Bible actually says it becomes mm. actually more revolutionary. It, mm. it, it it leans towards things like, hey, wait a minute, we're supposed to seek justice and love mercy. This, mm. is, this is injustice, and uh, uh, you know what? You're not being merciful. That mm. and it, it it leans towards those things. As soon as they're they're right to suppress it, because as soon as Nat Turner got the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. Revolution. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. You mean it says it says you're not supposed to treat me like this? No, nah, I got to do something about it. The, the, the Bible says I should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I I guess from a spiritual point, and I'll push this more towards John. When we're talking about really, what are the things that the black church wants politically? You know what are the, what are the the things that line up with what we're asking for? So if, is it is it social justice? Is it actual um, you know rights? Is it what are, what are we asking that we don't get? What are we as a black church asking that we don't get? Yeah, give us the list. It should be a lot. Dude, man, I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of black people especially in the church, have fallen into this kind of thing that I think the reason why we're talking right now about their vote not mattering. 
So I'm not positive that as many black church people are as involved in politics as we think. I think a lot of people talk about it like we're doing, but I don't know if a lot of people actually exercise their vote because they don't believe it actually makes a difference. And if they believe it makes a difference, they think it doesn't matter that much anyway if you're Seventh-day Adventist because Jesus is coming soon. You know, we've been hiding behind that for a long time. So it's this kind of thing where, what were you gonna say? My grandfather was-, was Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I know people in my family that have that exact philosophy. So uh, speaking from our particular perspective that I, the perspective that I uh, deal with all the time with my church members, I find that as the prevailing sort of attitude it's like, even if people don't say it, the way that they live is like uh, so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're kind of, Jesus is coming. I don't really have time for this stuff that's happening down here. I'm going to spend all of my time on things above. And of course, there are many texts that sound like that's what Jesus is saying. Um, but I don't think he ever really says to ignore things that are happening down here. Uh, in fact, we have this other thing that we say all the time, which is, um, we're supposed to occupy until he comes. What exactly does that mean? I think that means there are things and ways in which we can actually impact the culture right now, even though we know Jesus is coming and ultimately he'll free us from everything then. But I think what I find with my Christian people that I talk to is most of them are so heavenly minded of no earthly good. So I think, I think that's one of the reasons why I like what we're doing right now. It's, it's drawing attention to this idea that even though Jesus is coming soon, he wants us to do something right now to impact what's happening in the world. And I think we have to have an agenda. I, I hate the fact that our uh, that 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 the Christian church has such a divide, like you said, racially. I think if there should be one place where people are more unified, it should be around the word of God. And there should be things we agree upon when it comes to things like justice. I, I don't see how you can disagree that Jesus was about justice. I, I, I can't figure out how you would even Adventists are fine with 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 being politically um, inclined when 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 it comes to health care, for instance, the big deal for us. Right. Health care. However, we're not fine with the idea that it is immoral for poor people not to be able to afford health care. Mm. It's immoral. It's actually um, something that Jesus himself would not be for. Right. That, that's, and, that and, 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 and if, if you disagree with that, I would, I would, I would say Jesus talked, to, talked more about, about helping the poor than he did about the kingdom of, the kingdom of God. The poor was his jam. Kind of tying, tying what you guys are both saying together, I see um, a lot of times with white evangelical churches, the act of voting is viewed as a very patriotic thing, like something almost what their church membership would call them to do, right? And then when I see the other end, um, I don't always see that. I know in the South, when they, they have early voting, voting on the Sunday before leaving going to church is actually a big thing, right? So mm. that's, that's to be commended. But that hasn't perforated itself across the United States where, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, you know what, Democrats are going to win New York. I'm not voting um, right. or or I'm not filling out my census, but I'm going to be mad that there's potholes on the streets in front of my house because, you know, the census is saying that there's 
thousands of less people here because I didn't want to fill it out. So I think we're, we're kind of tricked into doing things that are against our own interests, you know, making our neighborhoods unsafer. We're not voting in judges. We're not voting in local uh, Who's the, the sheriff. The, the sheriff in, in the right. town, right. We're not voting for any of those things because we're thinking only at the top of the thing, only at the See, top of the let, let me take it a little bit further, because to go at what you're saying, let me just take it a little bit further for me personally as a pastor. So I've been pastoring for 20 years, right? Early in my ministry, it was a lot more prevalent. I was made to feel guilty if I were to do, to draw any attention at all at my church to things that you're talking about right now. I felt guilty about that. And people made me feel guilty from my church leadership because I was doing things like that. Because I think there's a vested interest in keeping us from voting. There's a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm if, saying? If you're voting, I mean, they would understand that the power has always been in the church when it comes to, uh, like Gabe said earlier, when it comes to uh, the way black people are, church is mostly important to our community, largely because historically it was the one place where we could have some kind of freedom at least for that hour and a half or two hours. In fact, that might be why black church services go so long. Right. <laughs> we like to spend more time in there. We ain't gonna go back to the plantation. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. My point is, when it really comes down to it, there is a vested interest in keeping us from thinking that that's okay to do. And yet, white evangelicals, it's part of the fabric of what they do all the time. Right. Well, they, they know that they're going to they're, they're going to um they're going to vote status quo in terms of things that things that are in their interest and they are they are white and Christian and you being you being oppressed or you you having you not having justice in terms of any any particular issue almost does not does not affect it doesn't affect them even though it should as a Christian I am I am I'm a fellow image bearer of of, of, of God you should you should be invested in my, you should be in, invested in my well-being, but you are not because when you, when you see me, it, you don't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't prick you emotionally when I, when I bleed. And see the, the, the point John was making earlier, I just want to say this, the, um, you know, the, I, to me, the only way you can, you can, you can walk away from, um, a Christian experience and say, I should not get involved in my community is if you're not actually reading the Bible. That's the only way it's possible. I mean, it's, the Bible is very clear on community activism. You should be involved in people outside of your house, outside of your outside of your immediate family, outside of yourself. You should be involved in their lives, especially those, one I was making a little earlier, especially those who are unfortunate and, and, and marginalized and downtrodden. Uh, Jesus says, um, this is Matthew, Matthew 5, 13, you are the salt of the earth, right? But what good is salt if there's lost its flavor, right? You know, you know that text. So, mm -hmm. so uh, I've heard a couple of, I've heard a couple of pastors this year. It's funny that, that it's happened this year, but a couple of pastors this year um, talk about this text and just talk about the nature of salt, right? The only way for salt to work is it has to get inside the food. As long as salt is sitting on the counter, it's not useful. Right. Oh, if, so if we're the salt mm. and we're sitting on the counter, then our saltiness is irrelevant. Right. The only, way, the only way our saltiness is useful is if it's inside the food. We have to get inside the community. We have to get inside the mm -hmm. issue. We have, oh, to get in, we have to get involved. It's the only way to be salt. It's the only way we can mm -hmm. be salt is to be inside the food. So the idea that we should not be 
involved. And then the idea that that you, John, as a, as a leader in, in your local community is made to feel guilty by trying to get your people involved. It's ridiculous. I mean, right. how can you take how can you come away from the Bible with that understanding? So right. so um, P- Paul, <laughs> the actual uh, guy in the Bible, you the, know, the real one, the, the real one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you know, you're kind of a fake guy, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll use you for right now. But you know, he's he basically says like in in Corinthians in Corinthians, he's basically saying if I speak in is Jew, it, wait, wait, is it one or two Corinthians? Oh come on, man! Two Corinthians, <laughs> not second. Two. No, why not one at the end with the evangelicals? I, I I I will never know why that wasn't the end. So right? <laughs> I don't know either. Right? So, wait, so he, not real. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to that. that so if he he basically says, if I speak in human and angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a resounding gong. Or a clashing symbol, <laughs> right? So the, the 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 reality for me is we can go out there and and hate on people, but if 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 we're saying this stuff in church and saying and acting as though we are good, but still still not showing any earthly good, it is a moot point. We're doing nothing, you know. And to God, that's basically just noise. So mm-hmm. social justice is a part and it's a major part. If and if we don't act in love, so many of these so many of these issues that we have to deal with, I believe that it requires that we have that at, as our base. A core of us has to have that pension for love for the for your fellow man. If you don't got that. By the way, Sheldon, that word social justice, that's our name for it. It was always in the Bible. It was just justice. And yes. actually, yes. before it was justice, it was righteousness. It's righteousness. They're, they're yes. equivalent wow. words yes. in Hebrew. Wow. That's what righteousness is in the Hebrew. A lot of times you it, say, they, I didn't know that. Translations will say righteousness instead of justice. Olive Hemings. That's dope. Yo. Olive Hemings. She came to our church and Olive, Olive Hemings came to our church and blew Woo. our joint up. So, Olive Hemings. Literally. And that, but my point is, that joint has been there since the Old Testament. So yeah. Jesus I mean, now. Is quoting his Bible when he's talking about it. And his wow. Bible, of course, was the Old Testament, which was what we call it. Yeah. That, that, this has been around forever. We we call yeah. it social justice, but that's not even God's word for it. God's yeah, yeah, word yeah, is right. God's word. God's word is right. Here's, here's the wow. thing: white evangelicals that 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 line up almost almost monolithically with the with the right wing politically um, will use social justice as a pejorative. They'll call you. They'll call you a social justice warrior, as if yes, be like no, I'm that's not. a negative thing, right? <laughs> right. The social justice gospel. You guys are trying to promote social yeah, justice. I, I actually yeah. look no, at it. I, I, I look at it as <laughs> right, really gospel. When we when we look back at really because black people have been so. I mean, colonization moved us apart so much mm. that I I actually mm. think that conservatism through their own racism has missed the boat. Cause I think usually when people come immigrants, they are much more conservative than they are liberal way. Right. Way. They, they actually would agree with probably most of the platform, right. but, but mm. since they're not the same color as the people mm. would like to be in their pews, they're pushed towards a community of people who are going to ac- accept them and have to become a little bit more liberal quote unquote um, to fit in. So right. I, I, I think yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's it's hard. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah, so I, right. I, I think I think I think the um, that's how the black vote becomes a lot more monolithic. Right. Where it's mm. 
it's it, it's it's everyone voting for the same type of guy because everyone is voting for the people who care about them, right? Or they should yeah. be. They're voting for the people who they think going to do the best by the plural, not just right. the individual. I got to side with the people not cracking my head open. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> exactly. Because they don't right. care. They don't care that I was born in Jamaica. Yo, son. Right. They don't even, they don't stop they don't even know it. They don't even know. They don't even know. You got it or even, or even, I mean, or even, I mean, it's, it, it must be difficult, you know, being an immigrant. And like you said, even if you're very conservative, you're an immigrant. You show up in this country, and one party's talking about how immigrants are evil, yeah. right? Like, I mean, automatically, you're like, wait, that's not my party, right? Right. Truthfully, uh, the 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 left and right has pivoted parties along racial lines easily, uh, and and it was around civil rights. You, you know the 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 Democrats used to be used to be the um used to be the right wing Southern Democrats. There's two. There's two. There's two. Mm. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but but this the the pivot happened around 1968 issues. Mm-hmm. 1968. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 60, 64, 60. That's that's when everything changed. Yeah. So, so yeah. when 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 yeah. when when the when the right wing of of when the right wing political party talks about yeah we're the party of Lincoln yeah, you're right but sort of but right but, right yeah yeah but they they know they know that's tongue in cheek I, I did I mean they 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 know Lincoln died at, what 155 years ago so but you know if 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 you're really <laughs> looking at it you know some of the sad parts is you know if if what you did was so great, and if we're talking about the party of Lincoln, why did it take so long for soldiers in the South on June 19th, you know what I mean, to, to, to find out that they were actually Because they don't free. really care about you. Because you don't care. No, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, come on. They're saying they're the party of Lincoln, but they still want Confederate uh, monuments. You can't. I mean, on, the two things don't make sense, right? So I don't. I don't even listen to that. I think that's you know everyone's trying to get votes this year. You know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, go facts. back to their normal uh, 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 corners next year. I, I just think that in general, I think black people are forced to vote in blocks, right? Because of mm. stuff like. Police but, violence and, and things like but, that. Ooh, what you what you'll find is you'll find very loud black voices on the right, and and they 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 purport to to um to speak to a a, a large block of black people, and I always say that there's there's always going to be a there's always going to be a seat at the table for the black voice for the white supremacist agenda. Oh, they always yeah. have room for oh, that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right, listen, listen, I'm going to say it right now. I don't want to hear Ben Carson's name name here. Okay. Okay. You don't want to brought it up. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. Nobody's, nobody's named any names. You're the only one that brought up on the bench. just saying. I I know this group of people well. You brought up Uncle Ben. But, you know, I, I will throw this out there, you know, even though they, they definitely are willing to bring those individuals in, like like our uncle. Um, Your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? 
I know you read that book. I'm just gonna put it out. I'm gonna throw it out there. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't read the book. I protested. I protested. No, no, nobody can hurt you like the one, the person that you used to love, man. Yeah, exactly, right? So I read it. I read it, I read it but I was seven, so I don't think that counts. Everybody, everybody, everybody in this 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 thing read the book. And so, and watch the movie. Look, look, I actually, listen, I I protested the book when my mom made me read it because I was, he he lectured and I was there. And at the lecture, he said that you should make sure your children don't play any sports. And at that point in my life, I was like, oh, you're, you're, this dude is done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading this. I don't care what he did. He said, I don't care who, I don't care who, who, what kind of heart he put in this girl. I don't care. I'm not reading this guy's book. Of course, I had to anyway. Huh? Don't nobody care about them twins. If I can. (laughs) But uh, what I was going to say is, they include you. They'll include you. But just look at Herman Cain. I mean, Herman Cain just passed. It doesn't say a thing. Let's talk about Herman Cain. I mean, it doesn't say a thing. He was up front. That man gave his life for them. Gave his life for the party. Literally. Gave his life for the party, and they didn't say a thing about him. I mean, they just straight skipped over him. And so, you know, to to the point of that, you know, hey, well, you know, they'll bring you in if you're willing to toe their line. Mm -hmm. Do they really really care about you either, man? Because Herman, they didn't care about Herman. Yo, they they will they, they, they it follows the, it follows the same script. You 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 loudly promote their agenda, and they're like, Mercy. "Look at my African American! Don't you love him?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Mercy, and, here we go. Yeah. So if you misstep just a little bit, you are out. But how did you misstep? So so here goes. Stay the line all time. Here goes. Are you rewarded as an individual? Are you rewarded as an individual if you go to the other side, right? Herman didn't. Well, I mean, uh, well, so here's here's what I think on that. I think until until they have no more use for you, no question. Then you're out. I'll give I'll give I'll give you a case in point, and this this may this is gonna sound real random, but y'all know me well enough to know that's always in that's the realm that's, of that's, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, one at, gr- growing up, I always find it found it ironic that um, when I was watching the Olympics, that um, there was a, there was a lot of runners that I actually knew were Jamaican, mm-hmm. right? And when they won, it was the American such and such won this event, or the, or the Canadian, or the Canadian, or the Canadian such and such mm-hmm. won this event. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ben Johnson. Yes, yeah, my man, 100 grand. (laughs) Yes, you know, so, but as soon as something went aloof. That's right. No question. They became, you you became, you became. Ben Johnson Johnson became Jamaican. Right away. (laughs) Right away. (laughs) Right away. Right? So, as soon as I'm done with you, as soon as I've um, achieved or reached what I needed to get from you, that's right. You are dead in my book. Oh, no, I'm no, not no. black. I'm OJ. I'm, right. 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 Okay. Right. OJ was cool for a while. That's right. Then, then they then they traded him back. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, right? we 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 got it. We you know what? Truthfully though, we gotta stop accepting these people back, man. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop, man. 
There's some people who won't get. There's some people who can't come back. Yo, there's some people who can't come back. We mentioned him earlier. I don't think he can come back. Oh, I don't think. He, I mean, I mean, and, and this goes to one of the other points that we had, really, where we we're like, do black politicians get it harder than white politicians? This, I mean, yes. I'm not going to name names, but yes, is the answer. Let, the let's just look at look a tale of two of two uh, kings. Presidents. We'll say. There you go. Say there, say there's one king who has five kids by three different women. Let's mm-hmm. just say. And he is and he likes is, to grab things. And he likes to grab things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's and just he, say. But and he's and just let's just be hypothetical. But he is still loved by the white evangelicals mm-hmm. who are voting ninety something percent. Mm-hmm. Including uh Ghettos uh, in, in, that we are familiar with, like Barrian Springs, Michigan, who went on ninety something percent. Hello. All of us spent some Hello. time there, right? Um, yeah. Or most of us. Ninety something percent, most of us, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have a man who's been married to the same woman for twenty something years, mm-hmm. wrote mm-hmm. a book about a sermon that he heard mm-hmm. in church. Mm-hmm. Says that he couldn't get, he can't go by uh, past the day without praying because the the world the the weight of this office forces a man to his knees, and he goes mm-hmm. on about Christ. Uh, the first man said that he doesn't pray for forgiveness. At some point, you have to ask the difference: is the difference party? Is it race? What is the difference between the way people are saying that one man is the chosen of Christ and the other man they're calling the spawn of Satan? You know. So, so I, I, I do feel skin color has a lot to do with it, obviously, but um, I also feel that um, there is this what I, what I consider this conservative battle, right? Conservative bat- battle versus human morality, um, not versus, but human morality. So, in on one side, he's basically saying um, anti-abortion, which is a huge thing. Versus, you know, on the other choice. side, you choice. have pro-choice, pro-life, pro-choice. Uh, choice. Yeah, pro-life, pro-choice, right? So I think those have a large amounts to do with it. But the largest m- amount, in my opinion, I mean, it's probably 99.997% um, is color. You know, to, to think, to think a, that a young man, um, 17 years old, can walk down the street um with a gun in his hand after shooting two people, killing, killing, well, shooting three people, killing two, and the police not hop on him versus somebody who does not have a gun, gun in their hand. Um, and, shoot him seven and, times. and they, and they shoot him in his back seven times, you know, right. same police department, right? <laughs> same, same police department, right? So to, to me, there is obviously something that my color does to people. My color obviously is a threat. My color is obvious, obviously the sign of wrongness right so him being his position his money his status did not mean anything because there are things that he did that 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 were vilified the man wore a tan suit and that was basically um the end the end of his of his presidency right he didn't get he didn't get a he didn't get a rescue dog so right 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 there's so there's so many things that i thought were illegal up until now, like I thought mm-hmm. that it was illegal to to basically do like any political stuff at the White House. That's what that, that was my understanding. But mm-hmm. there's some rules that are being skirted 
right yeah. now where they're basically having the rally in the on the White House lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's mm. that that are being allowed that I, I don't know if they're illegal, illegal, but they're wrong. They're frowned upon. They're frowned upon. But all all of these things, it's it's obvious, man. It's obvious. It, you, you can't like at a certain point. It's just, it, it it is it is absurd to to think that like not not even half. Let's just say one percent of those things were they done by 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 the the not the previous not, king. I can yeah. the, the the last guy were they done by the last <laughs> guy? They were they would be building a gallows on the White House lawn and it would be broadcast. <laughs> On national television, we're yeah, talking. Yeah. We're talking about a like yeah, evangelicals but, would evangelicals were all over this whole he's a secret Muslim thing, right? Yeah, all over it. And when 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 what what Wu pointed out before, the, the man is based so many things on his Christian walk, and we're talking like no, he's a secret Muslim when. When they're not worried about the fact that this guy's not a real Christian, <laughs> they're talking about like they, they told the man. They told the man, um, they're, you're, "You're going, you're going to Liberty University. They're gonna, um, they're they're gonna they're gonna ask you about your favorite their favorite Bible Bible sets." And he said, um, "Yeah, that one. Um, two Corinthians. I I remember in Corinthians. Why was that not it?" He'd be like, "Whoa, whoa." whoa. <laughs> Because any 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 evangelical worth their salt should be like, this man has not ever cracked the Bible. Well, he looked in the book of Barnabas, so I don't. I actually don't think when the candidate is their guy, the mm. litmus test is religion. It's when it's the other guy. Mm. I. I you know, I, I you know I had my problems with with uh, George W. Bush. Uh, you know, I, I I didn't have some issues with him. Also, um, I thought you know, overall, I didn't, I wasn't worried that he was secretly secretly siding with another country or anything like that. So I mean, right. it was it was more of a difference of uh, it was it was a difference of opinion, right? Uh, or, or or openly racist, right? So I think it, I think it was more of a difference of opinion with him. Um, but I, I I felt like I understood him as a candidate, you know, uh, of the evangelicals. He was an evangelical. He had, you know, he he was married to one woman. Uh, right. He stopped drinking. He talks a lot about how God changed his life and stuff like that. Stop so doing blow. It, 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 yeah, stop doing drugs and everything. And God made those changes in his life. So I thought that he was the ideal candidate for them. So I, you can't really be angry at them for supporting somebody who is living their ideals of, right. you know what? The Lord changed my life uh, and I'm going to be a different person. Um, but the, on the other hand, it, it, I, I have to scratch my head a little bit only because, you know, I think even the current president would be surprised um, if someone told him five years ago that he would get that much evangelical support. Oh, everyone is surprised. His wife is surprised, he's surprised. <laughs> You know, I, 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 think, I think 
I think Sheldon uh, kind of mentioned it a minute ago. I think ultimately the issue, like you said, is not the evangelical issue. Ultimately, the issue is some other political issue, some other political agenda that that the evangelical white has attached itself to, and that's where they've drawn their line in the sand. This is this is where I'm, I'm on this side of the line. I don't care what's on the other side of the line. I don't care if what's on this side of the line is immoral. If it's what's on this side of the line lines up with this one thing that I've, or maybe two things, I don't know, maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but if, if what's on this side of the line lines up with the with the one issue I really care about, then that's the way I'm voting. A lot of times the issue is abortion. So so I don't care what else the guy's saying. He's he's right. he's he's pro, he's pro life. That's who I'm voting for. Period. I don't, yeah. care. I don't care. I don't care. And I don't I don't care that he doesn't care what happens after the child's actually born. I don't care. I don't care that he's putting children in cages. That doesn't matter to me. I'm I'm, I'm here for I'm here for the rights of the unborn wow. children. Once they're born, that's not my problem anymore. So so you know so so they they draw the line in the sand. This is where I'm standing, and that's the end of it. Well, well look at it. Look at it. What in 2016? I mean, it was there was a lot of discussion about how. And I remember hearing people that I know tell me this, that, you know, I don't agree with tr a lot of things that Trump is saying, you know, I, but at the same time, he's going to put the right kind of Supreme Court justice on the seat. Mm -hmm. Right. And there was this this they continued to talk about how we, we can't allow Hillary Clinton to win because then she's going to put these extremely liberal justices on in, in, in the Supreme Court. And then it's going to be the end of Christianity here. Yeah. in america right so i think even though there's many issues you can simplify it to that one thing right so all of a sudden i'm okay with allowing trump to do all kinds of things that i'm that i disagree with right that if any other candidate showed up with i would i would i would cast them out of the city right but i'm going to be okay with this one because i know he's going to put the justices on the seat that i want him to put on so, so there's a there's an overall fear, especially in evangelical religions and Christian Christianity in general, of persecution, right? So, there's I think there's a thought pattern with many people that I I, I don't know how they came to this conclusion that conservatism will lead to somehow them getting in front and stopping that persecution, right? So it goes back to uh, another question that I have, does Christianity in general leave you more prone to believe in conspiracy theories? Yes. Right? Because, because, yes. because of that. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, Yo, um, we, at, at, as growing up Adventists, we all know the, we all know, we all know people who are prone to extremes. We all know the people that, that, that like if, if you're at Oakwood, they dropped out of school and and they they started the, the 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 women started wearing long skirts and they 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 went to do water therapy or whatever the case may be um because of some uh someone on the fringes said hey uh they they came with this message that we're 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 we 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 have a we have a, a bent towards this thing because we like knowing something that other people don't know we like we like having having figured out yeah, have a special knowledge we have secret truths mm. we are we are we are really we're really prone to the this discovery of secret truths so we are we're all for it when someone someone puts together a a a, a video on youtube and 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 
we'll 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 we'll, we'll run with that and be like, you know what? Maybe the earth is flat. <laughs> I like that. I think I think I think that all does lead to the same place, really. When you when you come when it comes down to it, because when you think of of, of typical conspiracy theories, those theories are really meant to give an explanation to things that might not readily have an explanation, right? Um, it it had to be an inside job that killed Kennedy, right? It had Kennedy to be. Guy. It, could, it couldn't have been one guy, right? Um, and that might, might not be a, a conspiracy theory. So I know the historians are looking at me. I don't know about that one. But, 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 but yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, we I'm just have saying, to the moon. We couldn't have gone to the moon, right? You know, uh, coronavirus will be, be, be over by Easter. Then we'll be out and about by March or May. And then why wear masks? Then... Right. It's not real. All, all, all this, it's not real. Uh, it's overreacting. Now it goes back and it's it was not actually biggest, people. It was, de- it was right. the deadliest thing that anyone has ever seen. So right. I, I, I think all of these things, when, when issues become political issues, I think conspiracy theory comes in. But, you know, it doesn't help that the uh, the top dog um, loves them. He, well, not on, yeah, he definitely loves them, but he he uses them as weapons. You know what I mean? Right. You know, coronavirus was deadly enough, but when you used it to push your political agenda by saying, hey, don't wear a mask, but then somebody has you on tape saying something else, you know, uh, actively admitting that it was deadly and actively admitting that it was probably going to be very bad, you know, you, you, you look at it and you say to yourself, what was his agenda when he, he was did just that? being Churchill? He was just being That's Churchill exactly and, and, and FDR. He just didn't exactly want to worry it. the people. Exactly it. What exactly are you talking it. about? Your whole thing is based on worrying people. <laughs> Your entire thing is based on there's no. a caravan of people coming to the southern border to a yeah. <laughs> No, he, he's based his his thing is not to you worry all people. Panic. No, his thing is not to worry all people. His thing is to frustrate one type of people and to um, cause hysteria in order to, to to call people out to vote. If I cause enough hysteria, you know, I, I remember what movie was that? That was with um, Chris Rock. Head of um, State. Head of State. Mm-hmm. You know, when it, when it looked as though he was about to win, all you saw, you know, the last scene where you saw all those people running down the street. That's really what it is. That's really what it is. You know, if I could get as many people out that are frightened that we're going to have a and somebody in the comments is saying, you know, uh, having a discussion of over Kamala Harris is uh, is she African-American, West Indian-American, you know, or whatever the case or Indian, right? Or or Indian, Um, you know, if you if you have which is a topic unto itself, (laughs) which which, which is a topic unto itself, you know, I'm just saying I said that I I mentioned this whole issue. I'm just I'm just going to say you you brought this up before we even hopped on. So (laughs) definitely know it's the issue. And I personally, um, you know, I feel I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm going to come back to where I was going, but I'm I'm going to be honest. I almost felt some way. Please, please understand. I almost felt some way when they were saying the Indian um, American and the African American candidate, Kamala Harris. I, I, I actually mm. felt some way. Tell us why. Well, you know, as as a West Indian, you know, 
I almost felt like that was pushed they, to the side. We were kind of pushed to the side for for a couple mm. weeks. And now, now, truth be told, I didn't have a problem. Um, I wouldn't have had a problem had it been that they just said the um, multiracial or you know the 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 candidate, the African American. If they said African American candidate Kamala Harris and just left it at that, I wouldn't have had a problem. But you called out one side of her heritage, but you neglected the other side of it. So, so I'm gonna, I'm going to make sure that I keep all of my ammo on this topic. I'm not putting it out here because again, I'm suggesting that we have one of these on this topic. Facts, 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 facts. I'm, I'm gonna keep yes. I'm gonna keep my ammo on that because there are some things I would I would say about that. But um, I do want to make a comment and just kind of switching the topic a little bit um, about somebody uh, about a comment that was made in the feed. Um, and you post, you put it up there, Edgar, you put it up on our screen, um, where it talked about how, uh, you know, black people, once they didn't have any, anything to, once they couldn't get anything from Ben Carson, we threw him out, right? Pretty <laughs> much, which, which, and then there's a mention of Tiger Woods, which I, I guess yeah, what, what I would like to, yeah. to make, there's a differentiation between the two, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about Herman Cain, Herman Cain was used by a, a political party, right? And then once he couldn't do anything for them anymore, which because he died, right? They just mm. tossed him off to the side. Uh, mm. Ben Carson was loved by the African American community because he symbolized he, he symbolized this 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 belief and this understanding that you can even if you're from Detroit, even if you're from the hood, you can come out. And become this great neurosurgeon, right? He was for, for us that were Adventist. He was Adventist, right? So yeah. we supported him because we saw him as, 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 as somebody like us, right? He was as high as you can get as a black Christian in, in the United States. Yes, but this is what I'm trying to say: black Christians or black people didn't throw him away. He betrayed black people. There was a huge <laughs> difference. Like you can't sit there like the African American community threw him away. No, no, he he left. Like, he left. And then he went over there and he said, Oh, you know what? We shouldn't even have HUD. Like, what are you talking about? He's talking about pulling boots up by his own by his own straps. And we're like, wait, hold on. We know that's not what happened. Right. Right? Mm. The same thing with Tiger Woods. No one ever gave up on Tiger Woods. I mean, John watches every single golf I tournament with Tiger Woods in the game. <laughs> he didn't watch basketball when Tiger Woods is on. Exactly. When did he we watch Tiger Woods out? No one, no one gave up on Tiger Woods. It's even, yeah. uh, uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle drafted Tiger Woods in the, in the racial draft. In yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We wanted him back. Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. Even, and then another example is OJ. Right? right. Okay, so so to try to try to say that the African American community casts out their own when they they have no more use for them is not true. The only time that happens is when somebody within the community says, I don't need the community anymore, mm. and they leave. Mm. They leave the community, and many times they find out once they leave, 
Oh, I do need y'all because y'all the only ones that have my back. Mm-hmm. OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. Grass is not greener. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Grass ain't even green. I thought so, 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 so I, I, I mean, in a way, uh, and, and, I, and this is not me being a contrarian, I can understand why some people have benefited from and will support the current administration, right? So it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if he hasn't said anything to offend you, but he's giving you the things that the, the party has always wanted to, you can understand why they support him, right? But I think where the letdown is with Christianity is that we, we have things that we look out outside of what's going on. We take it more into the aspect of what type of person are you? We look at you as a moral leader, not just somebody who was able to get um, an individual on the Supreme Court or individuals on Supreme Court or a tax law passed that they haven't been able to get through in 20 years or anything like that. We still look at certain people to be moral leaders. And I think with, with Ben Carson, I really didn't want to go on him. This, everyone that's watching this, this was unscripted because we were not supposed to talk about that man. But I think, you, you keep on bringing up his name. Nobody else. Right. Yeah, you brought him up. You got to so, ask him, man. So I, 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 think, I think the hurt with Ben Carson is you can only be hurt that deeply by someone who you loved. Oh, and yeah. I think... And I, and, I, and I think it's 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 beyond the hurt of sports. Like right? you have a yeah. favorite athlete on your favorite team, and he de- and he signs with someone else. You know, you you boo you boo him, right? Um, but this was different. This is yeah. more so like it was somebody who you looked at as, you know, something that you could become if you had you know wanted yeah. to do that. You, you you looked at him as somebody who had something in common with you. you. You've looked at him as someone who you felt like if you were in that situation where you needed his help as a, as a, as a pediatric um, um, person, uh, Ben Carson would come to that hospital and help you. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's how we felt. But you know, so, we, connect, we connected, we connected with Ben Carson just on so levels. many levels, on, on, yeah. on, on, on more than two, but, but more so than many levels. Agree. Agree he was black. He was poor. He was Christian. He was at Venice. Like we connected with Ben Carson on yeah. so many levels. Yeah. And we knew so him, right? And and we knew him. He was he was yeah. one of us. And yeah. and it would be like it would be like and and this would never happen. I, I know him. He's a great guy. This would never this would never happen. But it would be like if Barry Black did something. Oh. You know what I mean? We'd be like we'd be like that would hurt oh. so bad because he's oh, because he's ours. Like he's ours. Yo, he's ours. yo <laughs> he's that I mean, felt that emotionally, dog. Yeah. That's yeah, Barry, 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 Barry Black and I passed the same church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's the and and to be clear, it, it, to be that clear, it's not the betrayal was not that he's he's conservative, Mm-mm. right? No, the betrayal was not that he's Republican because right. I mean, we, we, we all know probably family members that there's are some, conservative. There's some, people, there's, some pe- and there's some people on this in this conversation now. On this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, but, like some, somebody, somebody in the chat said, you know, and we were all required to read. Required to read hands. Yo, yep. the, the crazy part is like you, yo, make sure you read your Bible. Some E.G. White steps to Christ, or you know, and your gifted hands. You ready? Give the hands. Who's on this month? Gifted hands. You know? I have to write a report on that thing. You know what I'm saying, no. but but the, you know, I always knew I was never gonna be Michael Jordan, five foot five. Not gonna go anywhere with this, but. I you, had, you, I, were gonna, I, you knew you weren't going to be Muggsy Bugs. Barely, barely even that. Barely even that. Barely even that, son. Barely even that, son. I didn't even, I didn't even have a shot with that. You know what I'm saying? Earl Boykins. 
But yo, but at least you almost felt empowered, especially coming like when you live in cities. You know, you hear him talking about growing up in Detroit and all of that stuff. So you like it, it's something that you feel empowered, like you said. But then what ha- you're like, what happened? Yo, what happened? I think I think that we we have this innate understanding of gaining high achievement in America as a black person coming from where we know Ben right. Carson came from. We know that there is a rickety rope ladder that you have to climb and navigate, and, and there's there's people have to help you, and you have to you have to pull you up, and push up. you, and and we 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 discard the people who once they get up, they cut the rope, mm-hmm. like yeah, <laughs> like. And they say, "Pull your." I pulled myself up by my own bootstrap. What? No, you didn't. No, mm-hmm. the heck, you didn't. I think that I think that is the what hurts the most because you know, in in reality, let's keep let's keep another thing funky. <laughs> no one had a, a big issue with uh, Donald Trump 15, 20 years ago. That's not true. That's Some people true. did in New York. I agree. Yeah, Some yeah, people had yeah. issues with him. Yeah. Even even even, even, even the Central Park Five thing, right? Yeah. It, it became more prominent right. years ago when when the documentary came out. But no. But, right. but the no. Apprentice at one time was the yeah. highest yeah. rated show on television. Yeah. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Time. yeah. 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 He, he talks about it all the time, but he's not lying. And you would go to a basketball game and see him sitting with with Jesse. Mm-hmm. And Al Sharpton, mm-hmm. yeah, and all this stuff, and, I, I, and, and you know, I never, I never, I never understood that. I really never understood that growing up, you know. And you know, after all the stuff that I would see on the front page, because honestly, it divided, it divided New York, um, in ways, um, in the eighties because of that stuff that was happening with Central Park Five and and you know, Yusuf, Yusuf, and everything. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was a major divide, even amongst Black folk, because you know. I know we didn't plan on going down this path, but you know a lot of the things that was difficult about it because it news now is different than news then. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? You have access to stuff almost real time. That's Back right. then, when when you heard that the Central Park Five was guilty, they was guilty. There was nothing you couldn't mm-hmm. find out any additional information about it. So it was sure. it was it was. But you you felt some way because once you heard Al out there, you're like, oh, Al, right? I'm um, rallying. I we I guess we rallying. So you always felt some way about Trump. I always felt some way about Trump. I just didn't never could trust the dude. Yeah, but he was all hey, let me tell you. I, I did he did he has parties in the Hampton? I agree. You with would that. see Donald Trump there. Like wow. he was there. Now yeah. I think some yeah. of it so now I've lived in New York, the New York area mm-hmm. for the over a decade now. And I've wow. realized what it was. The reason wow. is goes back to the nature of black people where yes. we are very accepting people yeah. we are very forgiving we take people back donald trump was never really accepted into the elites of new york right he was not mm. going with anna wintour and all these other people who are really at the top and we were happy to see somebody with that much money put him in 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 videos and he was in, he was in bobby brown videos sure. he, was in, he was he was on an episode of fresh prince he was on an episode of fresh prince, prince season prince. two or something like that yeah mm, right Right where he was gonna buy the house next door. Buy the house, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think I, I think the, we 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 do forget a little bit about the fact that um, the 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 road was paved a little bit for him to get to where he was because right. he became this pop figure because our popular people accepted him, right? Ah, uh, point. So, point. so I I think when when we look, he 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 did his job. Okay, he did his job. 
He knew what he wanted to do, and he got to where he was. I'm not mad at him for, for all that stuff. Mm-mm. I, I it, It's beyond a disagreement. Obviously, it's not like my feeling with, uh, with, with W. But I think we have to blame ourselves for some of that situation. 94%, right? We looked up. 94% mm-hmm. of black women voted for Hillary, uh, for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And, and bla- but black men uh, came down from the last election. So I think... I think we have to, you know, really look at the fact that maybe we don't vote together, which is another issue. And number two, the backbone of the Democratic Party has been black women, and that's where you get Kamala. And that's not Mm -hmm. controversial. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting out there. I may or may. Let me ask ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And um, we kind of we've kind of veered a little bit. And so um, this question isn't entirely to bring us back on track, although I think it will achieve that purpose. Um, I didn't vote. I was eligible to vote for the first time in 1998. I didn't vote in 2004, right? So my first few opportunities to vote, I did not. I chose not to vote. And so I fell into the category of the people that we're kind of talking to today, the people that felt like this doesn't apply to me uh, or my vote doesn't matter. Um, And you guys know me. You guys have known me my whole life. You know, you've heard me say many times, I'm not political. I don't care about this kind of stuff, right? So I fell into that category. Now, since 2004, I've I've voted, what is that? I said you didn't use the word stuff, but go ahead. Right. Since the 2004 presidential election, I've voted every opportunity I've had. Absolutely. And and what I've seen is that, and for me, it's just been like, I just see that I have a, I have a personal responsibility, True. right? Mm. So what I want to ask this group is, I want you to talk to 18-year-old me and 20-year-old mm. me. And, and why should I vote? I'm 20, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. It's about to be it's about to be a presidential election. I don't think my vote is important. I don't think my vote matters. I live in Alabama. When I was 20, I lived in Alabama. I was at Oakwood, right? Alabama's a red state. Where I'm voting. I'm voting with the Democratic. I'm voting with the Democratic um, presidential candidate most likely. So I'm gonna lose anyway. What's the point? Why should I vote? Right. Mm. Well, I would, I, I would, I would always go back to, as a black man, you, I'd be very easy to talk to you about. Remember when you got pulled over last week? Mm-hmm. The sheriff was voted for by everyone around you, or not voted for. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to select that sheriff. Remember mm-hmm. when you went to traffic court, and that judge wouldn't let you off for going five miles over the limit. You didn't vote for his replacement. Mm-hmm. Remember when? <laughs> remember when you ran into that pothole and it broke the axle of your new car, and your insurance didn't cover and you had to pay for it. That's because you didn't fill out the census report and, mm-hmm. and get counted and stuff like that. So I think everything has to be, go to a personal level for people to realize that again, it's not just voting for one guy or one person at the top or one lady at the mm-hmm. top. It has implications up and down the ladder. People need to become versed in who who the candidates are in their area. People don't even care. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm for people voting. I'm not I'm actually against people just going out and voting party. I think you should mm-hmm. actually know who it is. There's been times where I, there was a candidate in the parking lot talking to me about what he has to go. And I changed yeah. my vote in the parking lot because wow. I spoke mm-hmm. to him at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and I think mm-hmm. that that's all part of the bigger issue that we have to bring across to our communities. It's very mm-hmm. important. 
you know, we have in, in the church right now, this is a prime example. We have a big issue with the tithe not coming back. Right. right? Mm-hmm. We say mm-hmm. we're putting this much out and we're saying it's the, 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 the tithe doesn't come back in. Right. And mm-hmm. if we want to take that to the national level, why are you not concerned that the taxpayer dollar that you're paying more for for than, ta- than, than tithe is not coming back to you because you're not voting and you're not you're participating yeah. in the Senate? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that that, yeah, money, that money argument is strong one. <laughs> so so I, yeah. I I have one I have one, um, and the the one the one thing I would say is saying that my vote does not matter is actually really irresponsible because. Um, there are instances like I was I was looking up some stuff earlier and it said in 2008, Republican um, representative Mike Kelly won re-election by a vote of 5,018 to 5,017 over Democratic <laughs> challenger Carl Cassell. Four years later, literally, representative literally Stacey Newman of Missouri won 1,823 to 1,822, just one vote more. Than her opponent, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my point. It doesn't like, matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you and your boy in the car going to vote makes will swing the whole thing. Swing the you whole. And your, right. You and your boys in the they can fit in your car, right? The, the swing, swing that, swing that whole thing can fit in your car. Like that, that's it. Like and, y'all are the swing vote. Two of y'all are the swing vote. Well, I, well, well, you know, again, you know, I hate this is becoming a, a Trump praise session because you know, let's be honest, he said it when he won the election. He said, you know, I, I have to thank black people because they, they didn't vote. They didn't vote. Mm-hmm. So that they basically mm-hmm. voted for me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Haven't we said a non vote is a vote? Right. <laughs> you think a lot of a lot of it is people people will spend a lot of energy trying to convince you that it doesn't matter when why would you spend that much it energy convincing me it that it actually doesn't matter? matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. If it, it, That's if, the matter. Why? Why? Why would? Why? Why are millions of dollars and and lots of resources and 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 energy spent to keep you away from the polls if your vote doesn't count? If it doesn't right. count, heck, go ahead and vote. I don't right. care. If if it didn't right. count, they would let you vote from by mail. Yes, they would let right. you vote from your phone. <laughs> right. It, 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 it could be like it could be like American Idol. You could just like like well, there I voted. I I, I got the voting app. There I voted. Mm-hmm. It should be that easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, right. I I think Egu, what you said earlier is more uh, poignant than even the presidential election. I think I think the thing that we have to realize is creating a culture of understanding how important our vote is is important because it really makes a difference in the local elections. Like we yep. have the ability, we have, we did this many times in Atlanta and our church at Decatur, we actually had the ability with, we were to vote one way at our church to literally change everything locally. Wow. You have, you wow. have that power that. to do that. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, why, that's why these local guys, when it comes time for these, you would know this, but I, I get calls all the time for these local guys who want to come in and just talk to my church. They don't, they don't even want to they don't want to say anything about voting. They don't want to say, you know, vote for me, nothing like that. They say, Pastor, you know, it's not like that. I just want to talk to them. I know what they're trying to do. You learn who this candidate is and you get that. You got that whole congregation. Man, that's huge. It may not have the same impact in the higher elections, but the reality is if, you, if we could create a culture of voting, we can get the 18-year-old you to decide that voting is important, not just in the uh, big election once every four years, 
But, you know, the, every two years elections, too. And then the local ones that are happening in your state, in your, in your area, in your community, you have no idea how powerful that is. It, right. it, it's, it's, not just, it's not just people that are on the ballot. There are also initiatives that affect everyone. Right. That, right. That you, you, you're, you're talking about, well, should, should this, should, like, for instance, in, in, should, we, should we legalize marijuana? Right. Well, like, that was voted people on. are going to make billions of dollars of, off, of, off of something that, like, lots of people that look just like me are in, are in jail for heavy time for a small amount of. Yeah. And yeah. You, know, you, know, you, know, you know, I first was introduced to the power of voting locally. Uh, I was about nine years old. We were living in California. And we were driving to church, and there was this one time where a police officer was riding right beside our car. And I was asking my dad what was going on. Why was he riding right beside us? He said, well, in California, radars are illegal, meaning the, 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 the police officers weren't allowed to use a radar gun to test your speed, to see how fast you're going. The only way they could tell how fast you're going is to pull up beside you and look at their own speedometer and find out if you're speeding. And I was like, how did they do that? Why, why, why is it that we just left New York and you're getting, you know, radar guns all the time, but here in California, they don't have it. It was like the people voted that. And I was like, what? We can do that? We, we can, right. We, <laughs> we can decide we don't want the police officers to use radar guns? I, I couldn't believe that. And immediately a new thing opened up in my head that the power is really with the people, if the people know they have the power. That right. We have it. We just don't know we have it. Yeah, the way we that, but point. they spend a lot of money to make to 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 let you not know that you they have spend the power. so much money, Ricky, trying to convince you you don't have power, and we think we don't. And so I, saying, saying my vote doesn't count. That's literally playing into their hands. They know you have the power, but you don't know. But that also has to do with education, right? So, um, I mean, they do they do spend a lot of money to 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 create this atmosphere where we think our vote doesn't count. Uh, but then also in schools, whenever we talk about civics, we go straight to the three branches of government. Uh, I, mean, I don't remember being in elementary or middle school and having my teacher ever talk to me about city council. Right. right, right. I, I don't, they never talked to me about the sher the sheriff's department, right. uh, the True. judges, uh, local judges or anything like that. I didn't even know sheriff was voted. I didn't know the sheriff was voted a voted position. Right. I had no idea as a kid. Right. So that? it has to do with education as well. So again, like going back to Paul's question, uh, I agree with Egu and John. I think that when we when we make things, when we, when we connect something to our personal experience, it becomes far more powerful. So for the 18-year-old Paul Nixon, uh, whether John Kerry becomes president or not, really in the scope of what he finds important, you know, right? That's that's minuscule. He doesn't really care, right? But if we connect to the fact that listen, you know these local things that are occurring, you actually have you can impact that. You can change that. Then then he understands that his vote counts on that local level. I also think another thing that just needs to be said is like yo, the the powerful never give up power. Mm, right. No. Not so why would you? Why would you give up any of the power that you have? Right. right, so free power. You you free, right? You have a law. Well, it wasn't free. I mean, it's free to you, but it definitely wasn't free to your, your grandparents and your parents and everyone else before them, right? So why would you, after now, the fight and struggle 
to gain this right and to gain this power, why would you then not flex that power and that right? Because right. the powerful always flex the power in which they possess. It's interesting to me, you know, um, when I heard the other day that, you know, I don't, you know, I have to definitely have to validate this again, but um, Snoop Dogg said that he has not voted in a long time, but he said mm -hmm. this time around, this time around, he knows that his vote, he knows that he's always known that his vote matters, but he just did not feel like he had anything in alignment with anybody. But he realized, even though that may not always be the case, now he has to vote. So, you know, if anybody's out there following Snoop Dogg and, and, and those um, individuals, <laughs> if he's voting, get your tail down there. <laughs> get your tail down there and vote, you know? Also, also, people, people will, will say, oh, you know, I don't I don't agree with this one thing about this entire candidate. So I am not I, I, I can't I can't I can't vote with that yeah. that thing because I don't agree with this one thing they said. And this this person said this thing 30 years ago or whatever the case may be. The, the truth is that that a lot of a lot of the politics is not it's not your personal car. It's public transportation. It's not going to get you directly to your destination, but you want to get on the bus that gets you closest. Mm -hmm. So that's a you, brilliant thing, dude. You so, so yeah, so, that's a good analogy. So is it is it is it going to go? Is does it go everywhere you exactly want it to go? No, but if mm -hmm. if you if you get on the it, one that, that that gets you closest to that that overlaps. With most yep. of the things that you are, you're thinking, then walk the rest of the it's way, a, get involved. It's a right, whole block right. walk from there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Hegel's another terrible analogy. Analogy, you oh, know? Here we go. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap yeah. wrap <laughs> us up. We're, 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 we're right here. Stretch. Yeah, okay. this, this, is how, this is how you do it. You got to go out an ugly mm -hmm. way. You know, um, the Knicks have terrible pieces, but they're still my favorite team. That's the worst analogy I've ever heard in my life. Didn't make any sense. Well, thank you everybody for joining this conversation. We asked you all while there's still time to register to vote, please get out there and find out what the candidates are having, know the policies that might affect your life, and vote accordingly. Um, this is the group that has no name. Uh, we probably won't be doing this next week, um, but we'll be back sometime again. Uh, thanks for joining us. All right. Peace.